podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the ice hockey podcast for Chelmsford Chieftains fans. This is episode 15. <clears throat> There's a bit of a Team GB feel to it, as later I'll be joined by Shamanay Jackson, GB ladies player and under-18s captain. And I will be joined by a young man who's made a terrific impression in his time with the Chieftains, number 40, Archie Salisbury. Just the one game for the Chieftains this weekend, as Invicta Dynamos headed to the Riverside in the league for a dress rehearsal for the Britain Cup final. We'll also have the other results and fixtures from the NIHL 1 South, Warriors, Chelmsford Ice Hockey Academy results. But let's get started on a fiery night at the Riverside on Sunday. A busy crowd and a big allocation of Invicta fans as well, packing the away end and parts of the adjacent concourse. Chieftains notably missing Cam Bartlett through suspension and Archie Salisbury. Check returning from his stateside visit was in the pipes and Bailey Chittock made a surprise return to the roster. Cheeky boy keeping secrets after last week's appearance on the podcast. Even the warm-ups set the tone for the game as Grant Bartlett and Harrison Lillis had words at centre ice and the game started quite frantically. And at 2.11, just four seconds into his first shift back, Bailey Chittock headed to Bailey's box, which has recently been more Callum's cabin. The away side had their early power play <clears throat> and they made use of it just 27 seconds in as a shot from the point by Hush slipped through Czech's five hole and gave the visitors the lead. A couple of minutes later, Chittock went back to the box for interference on 4.54 and the Chieftains managed to kill that penalty. The home side had a power play on 14.47 after Harris was sent to the box for tripping but Invicta's special teams went on to kill that. For the last two minutes, we had a stint of four on four as Chittock got a very questionable interference call after what seemed a good hit on Laschek and Owen Ryder got to delay of game. They both went in for two each. The rest of the first passed without incident and it finished 1-0. Right at the start of the second, Chieftains got a power play after Laschek was sent in for hooking, but the home side attack broke down and Invicta broke three on run allowing Strawson and Bell to feed Long, who made it 2-0 shorthanded on 21-57. Penalties galore for the next 15 as Harris, Lillis and Hushk made separate trips to the box for Invicta. And when Ollie Baldock joined Hushk in the box on 34-11 for slashing, on the 4-4, four four, Invicta made it 3 when Long grabbed his second of the game. Just over a minute later, and it was 4 as Laschek and Davis fed Saw, who smashed one in the near post from a tight angle. A melee on 37.01 saw Faye get two for roughing for Chieftains and for Invicta, Chard got two for cross-checking while Stedman was ejected from the game for a headbutt. Tempers fraying on the ice. But in the four-on-three power play, Bartlett and Pentecost assisted as Captain Burnett slammed home top shelf from the right circle to get the home side on the board at 37.58. The Chieftains piled on the pressure for the remainder of the first, but it remained 4-1. Into the third, and a lovely couple of ladies sitting next to me enjoying their very first ice hockey experience came close in chuck a puck before returning to their seats in time to see Ollie Bulldog and Matty Turner combine with a brilliant move that let the Chieftains number 88 smash home from the slot, making it 4 2 on 47.01. Moments later, Bailey Chittock made another trip to the box for holding, and on that power play, and Victor forced a 3 on 1, again allowing Springer Hughes to slide the puck into an empty net after Colvin's slick assist. On 52-49, it was six as Lillis assisted Harris for another goal that Czech would rather not see again. Some rustiness perhaps for the Czech Republic netty after a few games out. 
Chieftains continue to push but couldn't break down Invicta, whose tactic seems to be that offence is the best defence as they push the home side out of their defensive zone whenever a move broke down. And with literally one hundredth of a second left on the clock, Dan Fay smashed the puck top shelf from near the blue line to reduce the deficit to three. Barely time for the puck to hit the ice before the restart as Invicta lay down their marker for the Britain Cup final in a couple of weeks. Colvin takes man of the match for Invicta, TJ Fillery taking it for the Chieftains after skating hard all night and paying the price of a tooth and an oral laceration. Good performances from Bulldog, Pickering and Rayner as well. Uh, but let's get Mark Saunders' thoughts on the game. You know, to go over the game on Sunday then, I think if a one-game weekend can can hurt a team, then it did hurt us on the weekend. I don't think we really got going. They looked like they were, you know, more than up for the challenge and we just didn't match that energy. We didn't match that focus. We didn't match that commitment to our systems, to our gameplay. Nothing really worked for us on the night, which is, you know, really disappointing and frustrating from everybody's side of view, you know, involved in a team, right? So, you know, to come off 6-3 loss against that team... Yeah, we feel a bit feel a bit hard done by there to be honest with you. But you know that that is of our own making, and we need to make sure that that we're better than that, and that you can't you know make excuses and you know try and outline other things as the reason to why. But you know we've got suspensions at the moment. You know key guys injured, guys that you know trying to push through injuries at the moment, which is hard to do. Yeah, you know that we're at kind of bare bones if you like, and trying to get through some of the games as they're thick and fast. The schedule doesn't let up at all but you know need to be better with the guys that we do have and then guys come back into the lineup and we only get stronger right so yeah you know yeah tough one on on Sunday night um really feel like we didn't even get going but that's on us to get going right it's not easy to push through walls when these times are hard and you know seasons are going to throw adversity at you and you've got to respond to them and you've got to be positive in your in the way you march at these problems, right? You know, you don't take a backward step. You keep marching towards what the problems are and you're trying to face them head on and together as a group, stay positive and collaborate and be better and work together to the common goal. And obviously that common goal is, you know, successful performances every single night we're on the ice. And, you know, unfortunately on Sunday, for whatever reason, you know, those are kind of internal reasons. We'll pick those apart. For But for whatever reason, that just didn't happen on Sunday. Sometimes those games happen and, you know, unfortunately... Games like that can slip out of your hands and can slip out of control if you know if you're not on task and if we're not doing what we know we need to be doing. So, yeah, and I, you know, a tough one, one that probably stings more than more than most, really, because we uh, we we'd like to be hitting a bit of a run of form, but yeah, that's just not that's just not there at the moment. So you know, yeah, you know, the aim is to be better, and and I'm, I'm sure we will be in the coming weeks. Thank you to Mark for his thoughts there. For me, I was finding it hard to take positives from the game. And as I said in the report, I thought that Rayner, Bulldog, Fillery and Pickering were terrific. Cam and Archie were big, big misses. Uh, for me, Lucas' form warranted the starting berth, which would have also given us the extra forward, as Sasha Maltsev is, of course, unable to ice when check plays. But for all we know, Luca may not have been 100% after his heroics for the Warriors on Saturday night. There's many factors that I'm sure, as humble fans, we are not aware of. A few have voiced their opinions on social media, and I really do appreciate the frustrations of them. But this rebuilding job was always going to have setbacks. And as has been quoted before on this podcast, best not to get too high with the highs and too low with the lows. Results elsewhere in the NIHL 1 South on Saturday, the Raiders Junior got a 6-1 win at home to MK Thunder. Solent Devils got a 5-1 win at home to Slough whilst Invicta Dynamos got two of their four-point weekend, beating Oxford 4-0 down in Gillingham. On that Saturday night at the Riverside, the Warriors and the Guildford Phoenix took it to overtime and then to a shootout after the game finished 3-3. And the Warriors took it 4-3, winning in the shootout. Luca Tassadri saving two in the shootout. 80 shots in total in that game that he faced. Uh, 38 in the second period alone, which is absolutely unbelievable and shows the form that this young man is in right now. Uh, on the Sunday then in the NIHL 1 South, the uh, Slough Jets defeated the Raiders by 3-1 to one at the Hangar. MK had another poor weekend as they lost at home to Streatham by 12-2. to two. 
Solent needed overtime to take a 4-3 win against Oxford at the Oxpens. Uh, from the Chelmsford Ice Hockey Academy this weekend, uh, special mention to the under-10s playing in Milton Keynes who are very dominant throughout. And although scores are not kept at that level, I believe that one of our young netminders got her very first shutout. Uh, the under-16s Rattlesnakes, which is the girls, they beat the Slough Ice Bees by 5-3. And the under-16s Tomahawks, they played Streatham and they won 5-0. Right then, we'll move on with the episode and we're going to have a chat with a very special guest now. Nottingham-born, Nottingham player, GB under-18s captain, GB senior ladies and current Ontario Hockey Academy Stuart, student, Shamini Jackson. Sham Jackson, good evening. Thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really, really good. Thank you very much. You're the uh, you're the first lady player to join us on Zero Pucks really? Given. Yes, um, but it's building up for quite a big couple of weeks for us in Chelmsford because we've got our Cobras and our Pythons having a home double header uh, in a couple of weeks. So we're trying to sort of push push the envelope yeah. as much as we can to get people into it. Um, and I think you you do know a couple of the people that we've we've had through Chelmsford. I think Ellie Wakeling is a friend. Of yeah, yours. yeah, she is. Lovely. And you play together with GB. Yeah, with the women's team. Yeah, excellent stuff. So you're out in Canada now at the OHA, the Ontario Hockey Academy. Yeah. Um, I believe, are you the only English girl out there in your age group? Um, uh, yeah, I'm the only English girl in the whole of the league as well. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's, um, it's certainly a diverse group of people. Yeah. <laughs> How do you find living out there? I love it, honestly. Like, it was quite good to come back for Christmas, but I just couldn't get couldn't wait to come back just because of how much we train here and like how many games like I must have like three times the amount of games that I played all last year in the space of this season that's brilliant and you uh is it sort of school as well as playing then is it like a college type yeah. thing? yeah so because I'm a PG here I don't actually have to take any classes but I have to to be able to be enrolled here so I only take like two courses and then the rest is like hockey and then in the gym yeah that's the, the, the important part of it now and it is all the gym yeah, yeah. Well, did you tell me earlier it was strength and conditioning today it, yeah it was conditioning so we did 10 minutes for two exercises no rest you get one minute rest and then you do 10 minutes one minute rest 10 minutes like you were dead like your legs dead. <laughs> how is the uh I, I suppose obviously your facilities are quite good over there yeah yeah, the gym so we, is good as well. Yeah, so we have a gym on campus and then about two minute drive, there's three rinks that we all train we train at. And then we have like an arena that we play at, just like down the road. Yeah. That's why it's that's why it's the home of hockey, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. A lot different to England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you might you'd probably be lucky to find one rink every sort of couple hundred miles around it. So. No, I know. How many how many rinks are there? Like twenty five in Britain? Yeah, here there's about here there's like you can't you like go around the corner and there's one in someone's back garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, frozen ponds and back gardens and stuff. Yeah. So, so how did it come about you getting out to OHA? So I was actually going to Sweden, but then I found out that you so you get paid to play over there, so you sign a professional contract. And my dream is to go to like college hockey, play NCAA, and if I was to sign my contract then I wouldn't be able to play NCAA so Jay who's like the scout here he watched my Olympic qualifiers and like asked me to come over there at first I said no because I was planning on going to Sweden and then literally like I'd say like two weeks before like the deadline I agreed to come here because I knew Casey Trail, Katie Marsden I know Katie Henry came here and I just asked all my friends, like, is it a good idea? And they were like, mate, the exposure you're about to get, like, out there, you might as well do it. And you'd get more exposure here than, like, in Sweden to go mm. to, like, colleges. So it kind of just made sense. And I guess everything really happens for a reason, I'd say, because the team that I was supposed to go to actually folded. Oh, no way. So um, you're stuck with that team. Yeah. So it's a good job I did come here. Yeah, do you have any sort of endorsements or sponsorships out there then? Um, no, the I would say yeah, actually. So I actually have a sports um psychologist that like helps me a lot. He like 
buy some he bought some equipment for me and he just helps me but that's other than that no no but but the, the plan there for everyone in that program is to move into the as you say the, the ncaa's yeah um, is, is is the women's game pro over there um i'd say yeah it's it's like the elite it's the elite league so pretty much it's the top like league for women at like my age yeah so you're definitely definitely in the right place so yeah. there's a I, I have listened to a couple of the other interviews and there's a quite a funny yeah. story about yeah. you starting hockey yeah. with, um, Daisy Arben, one of our listeners, has asked about it. Um, yeah. Because I think, did you did your brother break his arm and you stole his kit? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so I was like, I was would say I was a pretty girly girl, so I would never like, like back then I would never like touch anything. But like my brother, he broke his arm and I was just like, you know what? Like, why not? <laughs> and then as soon as he like came back, my mom and dad were like, well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to buy a kit, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And that was in Nottingham. You were in the youth setup at Nottingham. Yeah. No, and how, how was that for you through, through your youth? Was it good? Um, yeah. No, I love Nottingham. Like, I still talk to loads of the guys there. Like, I still talk to a lot of the coaches there. Like, it was it's a good program. Yeah. And you uh, did did you were you quite a natural at it then? Was was the skating quite natural, and then the hands came naturally as well? Yes, yeah, so and actually skated. I've skated since I was like three years old, so it wasn't like. I was new to the skating side of it. It was kind of just the hands. But, like, to, like, the skill point, my dad would literally make me shoot in the garden. And it got to a point where I was like, I guess when you're little, it's like you don't understand that if you practice more, you'll get better. Yeah. So it was more just, it was kind of a chore that my dad made me do. But, like, now I, like, thank him for doing that. Yeah, it's, it's something, actually, it's been quite a theme. I mean, just in the last couple of days, I've been quite busy getting this stuff together for the podcast. Um, yesterday, I spoke to Archie Salisbury, who's in yeah. the under-18 GB men's setup. He's uh, on a two-way with us at the Chieftains in Chelmsford. Um, and that work ethic of being a young athlete and just constantly yeah. practicing. Uh, and yesterday, I spoke to Sean McMorrow, who is over your side of the pond, in just outside of Toronto. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, he, formed, he was with the Buffalo Sabres in the early 2000s and then played a lot of AHL. And it's that, from a really young age, if you, if you decide this is what I'm going to do. You've got to work hard. You've got to train hard, yeah. you've got to play hard. And no, yeah. Yeah, you look like you've got that all set up to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, coming through the Nottingham Academy then, did you ever play with, with men or boys or was it always with girls? So actually I played boys, I think till I was 14 because they didn't actually have like a women's team. I think like a under 16s team. So then I played for the under 16s team still playing boys and then I played for I think one year when Nottingham went into the the women's went into the elite league I played one year with them and then I went to Solihull and then played boys still at Nottingham while I played at Solihull mm. and didn't play for the women no because we've had um I think just recently we spoke earlier about Ellie Wakeley and she she played yeah. uh, she played for the Raiders too against Chelmsford Chieftains a couple of weeks ago down at the Riverside yeah. I think she got on the score sheet this weekend, actually, for the Raiders. Yeah, let's go, Ellie. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, it's really good to see. It's, and it's probably the only sport where it can happen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite sad that, like, you get to a point where you can't play boys anymore. Because I, I actually do love playing with boys, but you get with the, with the physical side, with, Yeah, with the physical side of the game. Because, I mean, in the women's game over here, there's, there's no checking. Oh, no, uh, over here... It's brutal. Like, it's full brutal. on. Like, yeah. They don't care. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, certain hits you'll get called for, but like, girls go flying and they're not getting called. But like, I love how like physically it is here because it like pushes you more in the gym and like, you know, you've got to go back in that gym and get like stronger. Yeah. But I'd say me playing boys is like over, like in Nottingham, it, this is probably more physical than why I was playing other than the like fighting which doesn't happen here do you get much of that no you don't no. <laughs> you'll be you'll be bent you'll be benched for a couple of weeks oh really <laughs> yeah you can't be doing that no that's um that's, uh, I'm kind of surprised in one way but but not really surprised in the other but it's um I mean where the 
the sort of the comparison comes between the, the two. I'm not going to call them different sports because it's still ice hockey, whether it's men or women playing it. Yeah. But I, I think at the international level, I don't know if you agree with me, that particularly at GB, the women are progressing further than the men. Do you think that's down to perhaps a lack of depth in the women's side? Or is, is there another reason behind it? I wouldn't... Uh, I'd say women are progressing because of, like, what people are now putting into it. Like, people are now getting off the ice and, like, training more because they understand that we need to be fitter if we want to excel in, like, our, our um, like, division. So, like, us winning gold, that was, like, we knew we had to do that, but, like, it's now pushed us to, like, get better and inspire, like, the little ones because we want the, like, the generations below us to, like, know that we can do it because I think it's, with women, I think it's more like a lack of confidence. Like, we know that men get it all pretty much, so it's, like... If we believe that we can do it, I we can do it. Yeah. And we do, we just need we just kind of need the support now. I know we've had a lot of people supporting us on the way, but I feel like we need more. No, I think you always need more. I so say it's part of what I'm trying to sort of push to get the the cobras and the pythons from Chelmsford as much support as we could possibly get them. Um, yeah. Because you know you just got to look at through the names of those that have come through there that have progressed on to the international stage. Yeah. And, you know, like say, if you work hard enough, you could then find yourself in your shoes where you, you know, travel in the world and, and playing the sport yeah. you love. So, um, how are our chances, do you think, of making the next Winter Olympics, women and men? I think it's, it's quite... Different people say different things, but, like, my dream is to go to the Olympics. So, personally, I say we're going. Like, I think this next World Championships, we can win. And, like, the last um, qualifiers, we were so close to winning. Like, we could have gone. So, I personally, I think if we we get all the training in, we get better, I personally think we could make it. And the men, I think we could, we could if we did the same for the women's. It's like, we tried hard, we pushed. We, like, we could both, both the teams could make it. Mm. It's just it's just all about what efforts put into the teams. Like if everyone tries hard, if everyone puts a hundred percent in, and if everyone like gets off ice, then I think we could do it. Because with the um, obviously with you being over there, does it? Yeah. Do you still, when you get selected for GB, you have to to leave there and go and yeah. join the GB team wherever you are in the world. I mean, the, the men's team has just come out, and obviously there's there's a couple of lads that have come in from the national league but everyone else is from the elite league. Um, do you think the amount of imports there is affecting the British players progressing? Is there, is there many imports in the elite league? I think, there's, I think they're allowed 11, I think, in one roster. Off the top mm. of my head, I would say Chelmsford aren't in the elite league, so I don't focus too much on it. In, in our division, it's only two, and you only have one on the ice at a time. I wouldn't know. No, I didn't, I didn't know if like, we had that many imports or not. Yeah, I, mean, I think the, the Belfast Giants team is basically Canadian. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a, that would be a good team then. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a Canadian in charge there as well. So it's, um, yeah, they certainly are doing it, doing it well. Uh, so when you, uh, when, you, when you come home, it's uh, yeah. home to Nottingham. Nottingham is home base? Yeah. Yeah, and do you play when you come back here at all or are you not really allowed? No, I am. I can, like, train. So I trained with the Coventry men, the NIHL2 team. Mm -hmm. And then I just... others. It was just a GB trials and Shruby training. And then I would normally... I would normally train with Solihull, the Vixens. Yeah. But I didn't get a chance to when I got home. No. And the the GB18s, I think, has just been released, isn't it, for the ladies. Um, Are you in that one? No, you're, I'm too old. You're too, too old, old now. Because you were you were captain of the under 18s while you were there, were you not? Yeah, yeah, I was. And is that when you won the gold medal? We only we won silver with under 18s, but uh, that was still that was good. I loved it, that. That was a good trip. Is that a career highlight for you? Yeah, I'd say winning gold as well. That was a career highlight. Well, was that was the senior side? Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Have you ever had anything uh, like a special consistency with your numbers? No, so when I um, when I joined the GB team, the women's, you don't get you don't get to pick. Mm. So I was given twenty three, 
and then it, I felt that like I kind of had to keep 23 and then when we was choosing the under 18s no one I couldn't have 23 because it was already picked and because they do it by sizing and obviously if a 23 is a large I can't be I can't have it because I'm tiny <laughs> so I couldn't have it and then over here all the numbers were picked so I had to pick the one I wish I could like either I wish I could pick one but I never get the chance do you uh, do you follow a team over there NHL or anything like that yeah, I um, follow Boston Bruins. Oh, do you? Is there a special reason behind that? No, not really, no. What, what got you uh, following the Bruins, though? Because there's normally quite a few stories as how people from over here get to follow an NHL team. Was well, it? Uh... I didn't normally used to follow uh, Boston Bruins before I came at the year. It was more like kind of whoever was winning. Oh, really? <laughs> I just follow. I was just following. Because uh, I, I just watched, like, everyone's game. Like, it wasn't, like, a set team that I watched. But my best friend over here, she follows Boston Bruins. She's from Connecticut. And yeah. she's, like, obsessed, like, obsessed. So it's kind of, like, latched me onto them. No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And uh, do, do you get to visit any of those those full-size rinks, them full-size arenas over there? Yeah. So um, we play tournaments at quite big rinks. So the last one, we went, we've been to Detroit and... We, there's like a junior league here and they all have like massive rinks so we pretty much play at all of them yeah fantastic have you got a favorite uh favorite film with any hockey involvement in it i'd have to say the mighty ducks yeah like it's just it's got to be i think it, it recently had its 30 year anniversary and adidas released the jersey yeah. which uh we sort of said you know if you're buying a hawks jersey that says a lot about you as a person <laughs> you're not into the underdog or anything like that uh, what I'm going to do with you now if you don't mind we do a thing with our players uh, called Chiefs Briefs where yeah. I'm just going to fire some two answer questions at you so it's just okay. an either or um, don't think about it too much and then sort of see what you end up with so are you ready to go with that okay right yeah right, hey. Captain America or Iron Man Captain America tea or coffee coffee Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Smart or casual? Casual. Uh, gym sesh or running? Gym sesh. Bauer or CCM? CCM. Ontario or Nottingham? Ontario. <laughs> Ovechkin or McDavid? Uh, Ovechkin. Beach holiday or city break? Beach holiday. So not somewhere as cold as where you're living? No. How do you struggle with the temperature over there? Because I've been to Toronto in February and it's... Yeah, it's tough. it's tough. Before Christmas, I was really sick. Like, because of I like, wasn't used to the cold. So I, like, I think I went out in, like, not warm enough weather, um, clothing, sorry. And I was so sick. And so I came, when I came back to Nottingham, I got Timberlands. I, like, got a coat. So now when I go out, I'm like so dressed up. Like if I turned the camera around, you'd see like this much of snow right now. Yeah, funny enough, I was talking to Sean McMorrow last night and he was in Toronto and he, he yeah. showed us the window and it's just snow everywhere. Yeah. I sort of, I, it was three o'clock in the afternoon. I said to him, it's actually yeah, pitch black here so you'd see nothing do you, out do, you turn, do you want me to turn it around? Yeah, let's have a little look at the snow because we've, we've not really had that much here. You can kind of see on the like tables. Oh, on the tables, yeah. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. How, how, how do you find it living there then? In, in, are you in halls? Yes, yeah, dorms. We're in dorms. Yeah. Um, it, I think so at the moment I've got five girls in my room, including me. At the start, I was like, like, like what? But you get used to it. Like, it just kind of like, you just live with your best mate. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something quite incredible at, at your age to be doing. That's a sense of independence, I suppose, that nothing else can yeah. really match. Yeah. So, brilliant. Well, Cham, thank you so much for joining me on Zero Pucks Given. Yeah. It's a real honour to have a GB player on like yourself. I wish you all thank the best. You for the... Me. No, no, you're honestly, you're more than welcome, more than welcome. Um, more than welcome to come back any time as well. So, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your, uh, your time over in Ontario, the rest of your season. Good luck for your upcoming games. Thank you. Bye. Thanks See ya. A massive thank you to Shamini Jackson for joining me all the way from Ontario in Canada. 
Really, really good to hear her outlook on the game, how her hockey career is going. And she is definitely one to keep an eye on as we move forward with the GB ladies, hopefully qualifying for Winter Olympics in the future. Now we're going to do Hit of the Week. This week's Hit of the Week then, it goes to a really incredible one that I'm sure everyone who was there last night will remember as Invicta were trying to break down their right, I believe it was with Harris, and in come Grant Bartlett, a sliding takedown, a beautiful hit that sent Harris flying into the air and down to the ice. Hit of the Week, Grant Bartlett. Now it's time to have a chat with a young man who's made an incredible impression at the Chieftains whilst he's been on a two-way with the Peterborough Phantoms, icing with the Chieftains, the Phantoms and the Nottingham Panthers in the Elite League and has just been selected for the GB under-18 side. It's Archie Salisbury. Chieftains. Number 14. Salisbury, how are we doing, fella? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, very good, very good. good. Is it is it Salisbury or Salisbury? Do you have a preference? Salisbury. Salisbury. Yeah, thank have you. you ever been, have you ever been to the place? Pardon? Have you ever been to Salisbury? Nah, not yet. No. Nah. <laughs> I think they like it, Salisbury, as well. I don't know what way around it, but they like it. So, Archie oh, Salisbury. So, uh, this weekend then, you weren't with the Chieftains. Were you uh, with the Phantoms this weekend? Yeah, I was with the Phantoms two on Saturday and in Cardiff, and I was with the Phantoms one on Sunday. Against, well, Slalbees now. Slalbees, lovely. Uh, good, good, good weekend. Yeah, both won both games, so nice to get a four point weekend in. Plenty of shifts. Yeah, lots of shifts. Thankfully, feeling it a bit on a Monday morning. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So, um, where did it all start, mate? How did you get into it? Um, God, it's been quite a few years now. <laughs> Started to feel a bit old, but I went to watch my dad because he used to play for Peterborough Pirates. Yeah. And they had like a Challenge Cup match. So me and my family went to watch. And then after that, I was like interested. And then the Peterborough Phantoms came into my school at, at the time and like was looking for players to join the line to play. Yeah. And I came home and just said like, Dad, I want to go down the ice rink. And then ever since then, it's just been like, the rest has been history, really. And how, how old were you then, you say? Uh, I was about four or five. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Young starting there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! And it was all through Peterborough. Your whole your whole youth, all there. Yeah, whole time I've been at Peterborough. Yeah, fantastic. And that was uh, I, I see one of the pictures from when you were a bit younger that I, I may have uh, may have done you a bit dirty with. That you had a little C on there. So have you always been like a bit of a leader? Um, the thing is with Peterborough, there's not that many kids coming through the development. Right. So. Like the teams have always been quite small, so I, every time I was a second year in my age group, I was lucky enough to wear a C every, pretty much every year. So that quite good there. Like that. Were you, quite, were you quite a natural? Did you take to the skating quite easily? Um, probably not the skating part of the like game, but more towards like the skills. I've always been like fairly decent at because at, at Peterborough they did this thing called learn to play. And it was like all oh, stick handling, shooting, all that sort of stuff. So that really helped. Have you always been a D man or were you a bit forward as well? No, I've always been a D man throughout my whole career. Yeah. You just prefer that side of the game getting sort of stuck in down there. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Fantastic, fantastic. Um so is your your goal with hockey, obviously you're still still quite young. Is your goal to be a pro? Yeah, of course. Like my my end goal is just to end up in the highest league possible. Yeah. Like whether that's in the UK or whether that's in some place in Europe. That's just the end goal to be the best player I can be for myself. Yeah, and obviously I know you're uh, in, in college now. What are you doing in there? So you sort of you can have like a dual career if need be. I'm currently doing carpentry at college. No, I do that every Monday, and then the other four days of the week I train with Nottingham Panthers. 
Yeah, I was just going to get to that because that was, um, I think it was last month, wasn't it? The Peter signed you up on a senior contract. Yeah. And straight away loaned you out to the Panthers and you had a weekend. I think you played, did you play Manchester and Cardiff in the yeah. weekend? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you get many shifts? Got a few. Yeah, it was, it was really a great experience though. Like, it, it was basically a dream coming true. Yeah. Did you get a chance to train with the lads or was it just straight into the roster and straight, straight to the bench? Uh, I've been training with them, before that I was training with them for about a week or two. So it was fairly like fairly new into it. Yeah, there's um, there's not many lads your age that get a go at that, is there? It's um, no, no. It's not... I, I feel really privileged to be the the only sixteen year old to play in the elite league so far this season. Like, it's just it's just been unreal this season. Yeah, I think Kieran Rain had a go when he was sixteen, didn't he? Under Corey yeah. Nielsen, yeah. Um, he had a little go. So yeah, Corey Nielsen does want to bring the youth through there, doesn't he? And really make yeah. that the bedrock of the club. So, um, have you ever done a hockey camp abroad or played any any time abroad? Um, I've played with the national team for GB abroad in the Riga Cup last yeah. year, and then throughout, um, like, well, from age of under thirteens, I've been doing England. Yeah, and actually, Mark Saunders was my G, not GB, England under thirteens coach. Yes, and he we, did play last week actually. Yeah, yeah, we went to Finland in Turku. And won the tournament. Yeah. Is that kind of how your two-way with the Chieftains came about? Because Mark knew of you and knew you were available on a two-way? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So, you, so you've done, obviously, other GB stuff. And they've just recently been called up to the under-18s. Is, is it the 16s you've done before? Yeah, I was assistant captain for the under-16s last year. Then this year, I uh, got the call-up for the under-18s as a first year, so... Again, that's another great privilege for me to be able to pull the GB shirt over my head as a first year. Yeah, I think it's just a testament to the hard work that you've done and obviously your achievements so far this season. I see with three prestigious teams across the leagues is, um, yeah, certainly doing you doing you good. Uh, so what's your favourite thing about the sport? Because I know you like the physical side of it. I know your very first game for the Chieftains, you, you dropped the gloves with one of the most feared men in the league. Um, uh, to be fair, I do... I do like getting stuck in with hockey. Like I like the physical part. I like hitting. I I don't I don't mind have a fight. Like I won't be scared to have a fight. But that's just the main thing. Like obviously hockey's not just about the physical side, but for me it helps myself get into the game quicker. Yeah, yeah. It's um, obviously being a defenseman. It's a lot like hands wise. It's a lot different, isn't it? To try and to sort of poke check cleanly rather yeah. than stick handling. So it's yeah something that you can go through. So. Do you, do you follow the, the sport recreationally? Is there a team in England or in America that you follow? Um, I'm always watching like any team's highlights just to see what's happening. And then I keep up to date with pretty much the scores in um, the Elite League and in sometimes NHL. But I only, I've never really watched the full game. I just mainly watch the highlights. Yeah. Is it there, though, where you see things in the highlights and you think, oh, I'm going to try that? Yeah, yeah. Like this year watching the World Junior under-20s, I saw like some things Conor Bedard like does, and I try to like bring that into my game to help me be the best player I can be. Yeah, that kid is unbelievable. Yeah, he is. It's a joke. Yeah, I'm, late tonight I'm, I'm actually talking to Sean McMorrow, the sheriff. Who's, yeah, um, he's based in Canada, and yeah, we're going to be talking about him later. That, that's yeah. going to be out on uh, in a couple of weeks. But yeah, what fantastic young player he is. Yeah, he is. Is, is there anyone in in Britain that you've seen around your age group that you think could could really make waves? Um, there's a lot of young kids in my age group coming through and in the age groups below. Like all they have to do is just hard work and graft and obviously just it just depends like on them what, what sort of league they'll end up in. Yeah. Well as you said when you went out to uh Finland and Turkey with, with Mark with the under thirteens and you won a tournament out there, when you were playing with G B, what sort of level were you playing there? Because I, I know recently like the guys that have been out in New York playing for G B and they've been playing America and Canada and yeah. uh, Denmark, and they've been getting tonked. And I just can't really see what they're learning from that. No, I do get what you mean. But when we went away this year of GB to the Riga Cup, we played Team Poland. Yeah. And it, to be fair, it was quite a good, like, close game between them. I think I think the final score was 2-1 or 3-1 to them. Oh, really? That is a tight game, isn't it? Yeah. But then we were playing, like, I don't know, like, the nat like just the... Like the, um, like the southeast equivalent teams, in in like that's in that sort of country, and like 
it was a hard game. Like just a different level from like our national team to their sort of like region teams. It's just a big joke. Yeah, is it, do, like, do you think obviously in them areas of Europe, obviously the sports a little bit more prevalent than it is here. It's yeah. probably, well, it's probably scraping top five sports in, in this country. Yeah, hundred percent. Which, which is possibly being kind. Um, obviously, the people you know, we come and watch it. We love it, but the, you know, we have to accept it's behind football and rugby yeah. and golf and boxing, and it's, it's behind all that. But obviously, out in yeah, Poland, Finland, Slovakia, is that level so much higher? It is. There's a big difference. Because I, I would say hockey over there is quite similar to football over here. Like, every kid just does it. Yeah, which, I mean, we, I said with Bailey last week, it's like in, in Canada, the kids yeah. would just go down the park, wouldn't they, and play hockey on yeah. the pond, whereas, you know, here we can't ever do that. <clears throat> Obviously, being in the Peterborough area, have you ever been and played on the, the wash, the field, where they freeze it? Yeah, it's actually frozen this week. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've been skate. I was skating there about a month ago when we had that cold weather snap. Yeah, but then it froze. I think Monday, but I've not had the chance to. No, not Monday. Sorry, it's Monday today. <laughs> I think it froze on Saturday, but I've not had the chance to go down yet because I've been busy, like playing yeah. games and stuff. No, that's all. That's that's fantastic. I can't. Yeah, we've spoken about it loads since Pence told us about it, and no one's actually come in and said that it happens anywhere else. So it may even be yeah. in the country. Which, which is fantastic. So, of, of everywhere you've played, obviously you've played all over Europe and uh, the places you've played in, in England, and obviously that weekend in the Elite League, have you got a favourite rink you've ever played in? Um, I've got to say, when when I went away with the England under-13s team, when Mark was my coach, we played in the underground bunker in Finland. Oh, right. And it used to be a World War Two like I don't know what you would call it. Well, a bunker, basically. Yeah. And like it used to be a bunker in World War Two, and they made it into an ice rink, a double-pad ice rink. This is like an underground warehouse yeah. unit or something. It was 40 metres underground with two like twin-pad ice rinks. That wow. that was a great experience to be able to go and play in that. Like, I would say that's one of the coolest rinks I've ever played in. Yeah. Was it full with the crowd? No, because it was just a junior tournament. Oh, so sad. Parents, with a crowd, that would be immense. Yeah, the volume yeah. in there. But no, that's fantastic. Uh, so, what's been your your greatest experience from playing hockey so far? Is it something GB or, or that elite league call up? Um, so far the elite league call up was one of the best experiences I've had with hockey. Like mm. that weekend was just unreal for me. Yeah, I I didn't was the game on the telly. I didn't actually manage to catch any of it. Yeah, I think I think they both were being uh, live streamed. Yeah, because I think Via Play do quite a good job actually getting as much yeah. hockey on the telly as they can. But that's um, yeah, that must have been a fantastic experience for you. Um, so I've got a couple of questions now from from the fans and the listeners with the Chieftains. Um, Sophia Gatland, the, who's the sign girl in the ring, she makes uh, all the yeah. signs to press up against the glass. If you could have a sign by sign girl, what would it say? Oh, put me on the spot there. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know probably just something like motivational for the team to keep like working hard and doing what we're doing yeah yeah we'll, oh. have, to, um, we'll, have, to, we'll have to sort of try, try and figure out a song that will, that will go with you yeah <laughs> but at the moment I'm probably stuck with uh, with uh, Peter Gabriel Salisbury Hill <laughs> but we'll have to find something better than that uh, so I've got a question here from Charlie as well are you into any other sports um, my uncle actually owns a boxing gym. So oh, occasionally cool. I go and do a bit of boxing with him. As a younger kid, I did loads of sports. I did rugby, football, karate, MMA. But the only one I really took to was hockey. I enjoy playing rugby. I've always done that at my school, but I've never been like the same level of player at those sports I am with hockey. Yeah, and I suppose a lot of that especially with boxing, the physical side, and just them sports in general, coordination, yeah. eye hand and that, sets you up well for hockey. Yeah, gotcha. So have you ever had uh, a go at boxing? Not not like a off-licence off fight or anything like that, just sparring with my uncle. Yeah. And on the pad works, that, that's about it. Yeah, you don't know how long, like, two, three minutes is until you've done it. In yeah, months. I know, it's hard work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably similar for, like, a good shift. You put in a good, like... Two, three minute shift, especially if you're on special teams, that must be hard work as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's knackering. But, 
don't know if it's coming through on the thing. My stomach is just doing somersaults. I've just finished my, my chicken for this evening. And I'm sitting on the creakiest stool going. So it's not <laughs> all sorts of stuff coming out. Uh, got a question from Scott Minard. He's asked, uh, have you got a favourite moment as a chieftain? Um, probably last weekend when we got into the semi-final cup. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good moment. We're getting, obviously, we didn't have the best of starts. Then to be able to make the cup, that's a great... Like great achievement for the team and for myself. Will you be available for the final for us for that, or are you elsewhere? I'm hoping so. Yeah, yeah I've got to speak to Slava at Peterborough first, but I'm hoping to be playing. Yeah, 11th and 12th of February for for everyone who doesn't know yet. That's when the final is going to be. We're not entirely sure as to whether home on Saturday, home on Sunday. Yeah. We're not too sure what way around it's going to be. Um, uh, I've got a question from Sophie Ashford, which we, we have actually touched on earlier. Like. Um, do you work or study? So, like, do you do any any work with the carpentry? Or is it just studying at the moment? Um, my my other uncle actually is a carpenter, and my granddad used to be a carpenter, and they've got their own business. So, when I'm not got anything to do with hockey or school or anything like that, I go and help them on site. Yeah, yeah. So, get that work ethic in. Yeah, yeah. As you said, it's it's what I think it's what young lads and and ladies that are playing the game playing any sport really that the level yeah. of hard work that they need to put into it it can only be replicated in just having a good work at yeah. life in general so that's fantastic for you to have a trade so so wholesome as carpentry yeah behind you you know just on the off chance that that you don't make it i'm i'm and i'm sure everyone else in the chieftains fans are pretty confident you will so hopefully uh got a question from daisy arben uh do you eat before a game or do you have like a pre-match eating ritual or do you just empty stomach it um, normally tending to like where the game is about three four hours before the game I'll always have a chicken and rice meal yeah. with with a bit of ketchup and that's normally my go to my go to meal yeah a bit of protein a bit of carb yeah and, and ketchup <laughs> sweet chilli sauce man come on nah I couldn't have that before a game <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit like acid reflux or something yeah just a bit <laughs> Uh, then on a similar vein to that, a uh, question here from Ollie, uh, not Ollie Bulldog, you've, you've got off quite lightly with the player questions. Uh, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, God. Um, I, I do enjoy a meat feast pizza. No I think I think that would be the, the go-to. Yeah, fantastic. The, um, so most of the questions that have come through have actually been from Luca. Who, who was going to join us uh, tonight, obviously, to discuss both your under-18s call-ups, but he was going to come on slightly earlier. We're doing this slightly later than we'd uh, originally planned. But um, there's a, a couple of lads have just asked about your strength and, you know, are, are you going to stop using steroids and just hit the gym? Or? <laughs> well, I've never I've never done a course of steroids apart from my inhalers. <laughs> but um, in terms of that, I just hit the gym a lot. My dad, me and my dad used to work out since I've been in the age of five, like doing push-ups and what well, I was doing self-body weight when I was young and then my dad was doing weights and then ever since he just helped me in the gym to be as strong as I can be. Yeah. Do you like a bit of weights now? Oh, I, I, weights is one of my favourite things to do. Mm. I love going in the gym. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. So I'll, I'll run through a couple of Lucas ones and I'll, I'll try and sort of word them as nicely as I can. Um, he asked me to ask you, what's it like being the best ginger player in England? <laughs> uh, I don't and I to him, know many, of, many other ginger players in, in the UK who play hockey, to be fair. Well, well, I said to him, I think Matt Turner might have something to say about that. Oh, yeah, good point. I and he come back that. and said, I didn't know Matt Turner was ginger. I thought he was bald. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was strawberry blonde, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, I I just, the other ones I haven't got written down. They're on my phone. But they were, um, yeah. I mean, from all you must know, Lucas, he's a he's a crack. That lad is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so much funny stuff. Uh, I say what I, what I will pick out if you don't mind. We will do a couple of uh, Chiefs briefs with you. If that's all right. Yeah, of course. Uh, did you see last week's interview with Bailey? I watched it on. Well, I listened to it on Spotify. Travelling back from Cardiff. Yeah, I'll I'll try and not repeat too many, but. Um, okay. Yeah, so as quick as you can, don't think too much about your answer and we'll, uh, we'll see where we, where we end up with it. So, uh, water or land? Uh, water. Hot or cold? 
cold. Plane or train? Plane. Gym session or running? Gym session. Smart or casual? Casual. Cam or Grant? Oh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I like them both the same. You like them both the same? Yes, that's a diplomatic answer, mate. Batman or Superman? Superman. Netflix or Prime? Oh, Prime. Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, to be honest, I don't really play either. Good, that was your answer. You're too <laughs> busy getting strong and playing hockey to play video games. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, thank you so much for joining me, mate. It's been a real pleasure to chat to you. Um, obviously, I've not had much chance to catch up with you because you're just playing like all over the place. So, um, but yeah, next time we're down at the Riverside, or um, if you're playing with us this week, we've got a doubleheader this weekend down in Portsmouth, then home to Oxford. Uh, I hope to catch up with you. We'll have a little cuddle, a little selfie, and it's. Uh, I wish you well for the rest of the season, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries, Archie. Thank you very much, mate. See you later. Thank you. Bye. A huge thank you to Archie for joining me on Zero Pucks Given. Thank you to Sham as well for joining me earlier from Ontario in Canada. Uh, fixtures this weekend then. Uh, Champs for Chieftains are heading down to Gosport on Saturday for Solent Devils away. And they will come home on Sunday to face the Oxford City Stars at the Riverside. Uh, so that's the fixtures for the Chieftains. Warriors uh, don't think are playing this weekend. So uh, if you're not following the Chieftains on Saturday, though, you will find two of the Chumpsford rec teams going head-to-head at the Riverside on Saturday night. I think it's 8.45, free entry, Chumpsford Mischiefs versus the Chelmsford Chargers. So I'm sure that will be an interesting game for you rec hockey fans. Once again, thank you to all my guests. Thank you to Mark Saunders for the coach's thoughts. Next week is another big episode. We've got Sean the Sheriff McMorrow. And Shane Mead, the Cobras head coach, building up to the Cobras and Python's doubleheader at home the following weekend. So we'll see you next week. Cheers. This podcast is hosted by Anchor on Spotify. It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast outlets. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to get notifications about new episodes. Follow us on social media, Instagram at Zero Pucks Given Podcast, Twitter at Zero Pucks Pod, YouTube at Zero Pucks Given, email Zero Pucks Given Podcast at gmail.com. The music in this podcast is taken from Spotify and I do not own the tracks. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.